Where you can do all those things and so much more Just grab a seat in the chair or the floor Sit back, relax, recline While she drops another casual line You're tuned in to Casually Molly With Molly and Bergie Welcome back to the Casually Molly podcast. Again, I am your host, Molly Ambergie. For new listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. And for just our loyal, casual listeners, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in again. Uh, I am so excited. I know normally we interview artists, entertainers, comedians, you know, having, you know, me having a theater and comedic background here. But I also really love to highlight women doing amazing and great things. And so speaking of amazing and great, let's give it up. Everybody listening in your car, your home, your home office, give it up for Sinead Chapman. <laughs> Hello. Oh my God, I love that intro. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here and I definitely want to share more about what I'm up to and answer any questions that you have about uh, design and uh, technology and uh, things that women uh, who are interested in this path definitely should know and uh, can look forward to. Yes. Well, so when I, so how we know each other, I actually am friends with your boyfriend, Dan. So very excited. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if he told you this, but a while back when you guys first started dating, like obviously in love with you, amazing. But he was like, you should have Shanae on your podcast. And I was like, I got to meet her then. I got to get to know her. And then at Dan's housewarming party, I met you. You were lovely, very amazing, like host, by the way. And I was so excited for you to co-host and get to know you a little bit better. And you started talking about your field. And I, I loved seeing a woman in your industry. Why don't you talk a little bit about your title and why you chose that career path? Yeah, so uh, my trade is uh, user experience. So. Um, I've been a senior UX designer. I've also been a, a team lead. I uh, have worked at big companies like IBM, Boeing, uh, MATLAB, so very like technology-driven companies, uh, helping make uh, software easier to use and understood and, and helping people get things done across the world. Uh, worked on uh, teams that are designing and developing and making business apps that people use all across the world, millions of people. So it's, it's quite exciting, but it's also uh, quite stressful at times as well. <laughs> so having some good mental health care practices is very important as well. Oh, I love that. Well, see, I actually, that's really great that you brought that up. You're talking about making business apps. When you're saying that, what kind of business apps are you talking about? So it, it varies. Um, a lot of times I will work on uh, developer tools. So tools for people who are coding uh, new systems and need to have information about how to integrate those systems uh, for their business customers. Uh, so for example, um, if you are uh, signing up to apply for a job and you're using a system like a workday system, how do you integrate that into uh, systems that already exist at your company? How do you protect that data? How do you make it easy for people to manage data, uh, change data, delete it, and, and have uh, information readily available to make good decisions? 
Oh, wow. See, now I need you to make a business app just for me. I feel like I need <laughs> I need some life management and some better decisions in my life. Um, so I really appreciate that. I do find it interesting. Like, when did you decide you were like, yes, technology is going to be the field for me and this is what I want to do? Yeah, you know, it, it really for me was uh, following the things that I'm passionate about, that um, I, I think about when uh, I have free time and and just devouring uh, books and listening to podcasts and um, going to uh, conferences and now listening in to conferences and learning from people who have interesting paths. And for me, I, I'm always have been a creative. So uh, I came into technology uh, via design. So uh, being someone who likes to uh, write and likes to speak and share knowledge, and I just sketch all the time. I'm always doodling and, and <laughs> when I am bored, when I am thinking seriously, when I am happy, I am sketching. So I'm, I'm always sketching, always um, creating visuals. And for me, it was very a uh, natural transition to take uh, sketching and to take creativity and apply it to uh, design software. So I learned about uh, design software when I was a student at St. Louis University. I took graphic design classes. I was yeah. a Billiken too. Yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely go Billikens. Yes. 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 Uh, and yeah, when I, I took graphic design classes um, and I had adjunct professors who uh, taught classes, but also uh, worked in their businesses and did design for other businesses, I knew that that's what I wanted to do with my life. I knew that design was a way to communicate and to uh, share messages and to uh, also um, listen to other people and get their feedback and understand their perspective and use that as a way to build better design. So for me, it brings together a lot of creativity understanding people, understanding the complexity and the challenges of technology and making something that people enjoy using and helps them save time and energy so they can get back to the things that they love to do and to hanging out with the people that they love. Oh, I love that is that was first of all beautifully phrased. I say that a lot on this podcast, but sometimes when I have guests on, I'm like, I would have never thought of it that way. But you make it sound so easy, which is I obviously your job. But I I love that you were able to mold the creative and the tech side and bring that together. Uh, so I think that's a beautiful thing to see because I feel like sometimes you see such a negative view of technology. People are like, oh, it's overtaking everything and it's, you know, taking over my life. But what I love about what you're doing is you're trying to say, listen, this is a really great tool that we have. Let's use it for the benefit of the good that we can bring to the table. So I really appreciate that. Uh, what I didn't think of, you know, you were saying here that you had adjunct professors that made an impact in your life, and now you're an adjunct professor, or you've been one. Is that correct? <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. Um, so here in the St. Louis area, I taught at uh, Maryville University. I taught uh, storyboarding application courses for mm -hmm. the uh, the computer science department. Um, where students learn how to think from a user experience mindset. So understanding their users, understanding their pains and frustrations, um, really tapping into emotions. And I, I think a lot of people don't 
um, have that perspective that designers are really tapped into what is the emotional state of the people using the software and how do we take away a lot of that pain and frustration? How do you have a uh, application that helps people get things done and they feel satisfied and accomplished after using the app? So like, I am always using apps and evaluating apps. And a lot of us, we do that as well. We have these, these tiny uh, computers around us all the time, these smartphones. Yes. And essentially we are using apps and evaluating apps constantly, daily. And you know what it feels like to use an app that is hard to use, that is really hard to find what you need, and that stops and it works unexpectedly. So you know what frustrating experiences feel like, but you also know what having an app that works as expected, is fun to use, and connects you with people, what that feels like as well. So the idea is really being able to take that good experience and help uh, quantify and qualify like, how do you create that experience? How do you replicate that uh, for other people and teaching students how to do that themselves? Yeah. Oh my God. See, and that's what, what I love is that you were talking about the connection of it. And so you're connecting with students, obviously the same way that, you know, you connected with your teachers. How does it kind of feel? I know you were kind of touching on that there, but how does it feel in a sense now, like you're kind of in that teaching position, giving your knowledge to other students? Yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely uh, an experience that I, I'm thankful for. And, uh, you know, I, I know that it definitely matters for representation as well, being a Black woman in design and technology, uh, normalizing that uh, Black women uh, and women in general deserve to be in this space and have something to offer and bring value to the table. So uh, my students are white male, white female, um, Indian, Asian, other, you know, black <laughs> students all over the world. They are in uh, across the U.S. They are in Europe. They are all over. And, you know, we get to connect together. Also, you know, one of the positives of the technology, we get to connect. We work asynchronously. We have office hours. We get to have dialogue. And, you know, there's a lot of growing and exchanging that is happening. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. So leadership, having professors, having uh, experts in this field who are women, who are Black is acceptable. And it's something that they get to see and they get to know as well. And so, you know, just taking it one generation at a time and, you know, making uh, progress in each step. And, and that's something that's also very, uh, one of my passions is, increasing diversity and inclusion in design and technology. So it, it means a lot to me. It's very rewarding. And yeah, happy to do it. Oh, I love that. I mean, I, I keep saying I love it, but I really, I really do. Like, this is so inspirational. I feel like I'm going to walk out of here. I'm like, man, if Shanae can do it, I can do it too. Like, That's I can fine. definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'm always like so... Oh, I love it. I thank you so much for the encouragement. That was that was beautiful. Loved it. Uh, speaking of, you know, taking it one generation at a time, you know, starting out things new, you have something that you're starting up called Nerdy Diva. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that, the background of it and what we should know? Yeah, so I started freelancing um, while I was a student at St. Louis University. Um, I started taking those graphic design classes, learning from my professors, 
And I thought, this is amazing. I want to create designs for real people, for real businesses. I work on campus. I, I was a work-study student in the uh, Entrepreneurship Center. I worked with some of the businesses there. Um, I worked with some of the, uh, the restaurants uh, near campus doing design work, creating business cards, creating websites, oh, wow. creating oh, wow. flyers. So, you know, really uh, my career started out um, as a freelancer, someone who, who went out and, and found uh, a need uh, with businesses, small businesses that needed uh, design help and you know, pitching to them and um, winning their business and, and designing. And it was bad. I was really bad in the beginning, but that's how you grow. That's yes. how you learn. And I think that's another thing about being a creative is that you have to keep doing it in order to get better. You have to keep practicing. You have to keep studying. And I, I tell all my students, anyone who wants to get into a, a design and technology career, you have to always be learning. You have to always stay curious because the field changes so often. Like every every year, there's something new to learn. Um, right now, I'm into learning more about like conversational experiences. So when you oh. call, um, you know, different uh, hotlines, and you have the automation, like how do they speak to you? How do you understand what to do on those phone calls and um, and things like that? So sidebar, but the thing of staying in this frame of mind of learning, learning, always learning and being open to that. Um, so that really uh, was something that I took with me in my career. And I knew that I wanted to create a business and be able to um, increase uh, access and opportunities and create jobs for other people. So I incorporated uh, Nerdy Diva here in St. Louis in 2018 which is very special for me because I had lived in Boston for almost eight years and oh. came back to St. Louis in 2018. And it was very important for me to start the business here. Someone who grew up here in North St. Louis and wanted to uh, grow the business here, grow opportunities here and also across the country. So I'm um, very excited. Uh, we are three years old uh, in November and Woo! continue to okay. grow the team. So we've hired some contractors and we've had some um, designers come in and help with uh, various projects. Um, we had a project for Missouri uh, Environmental Education Association and, you know, being able to bring people in and give them more exposure to working with other businesses and organizations has always been a dream of mine. And just another part of that mentorship and sharing that knowledge and sharing um, that information and also saying, yeah, you as a woman, you as a black woman, you as a person of color or LGBT, you belong in this community, you are welcome. And we wanna hear about your talents, your ideas, your dreams and bring it, bring it on. Oh my, first of all, that's gonna be my, I mean, it should be my motto anyway, but bring it on. I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely using it. I love that mentality. That was, I see, and I've seen, first of all, did you design the logo for Nerdy Diva too? Was that your design as well? Yeah, so it, it was definitely a collaborative effort. So I, I sketched, so I sketched out what that logo would look like. And I hired um, a contractor on my team um, who worked with some of the, the graphic software. So we worked hand in hand on building out 
the look and feel of that logo. We took months together, making sure that it was crystal perfect, making sure that the hairstyle was appropriate, making sure that the facial features were appropriate. I was like, the lips need to be bigger. These need to be some juicy black girl lips. Yes. Um, it had to be perfect. Like it had to have um, the technology piece, have the, the nose and the hair. And some people don't uh, recognize this, but uh, for technology, for computers, for uh, the systems that are in the, um, the actual machine, um, they're called motherboards, and they have these um, these connecting um, pieces within the machine. So the connectors and the logo represent that keeping an awareness of emerging technologies and staying connected to your networks as well. Well, I just learned something new. I was just gonna tell you, it just looked so professional to me. Like I, and yeah. I loved the design and the way that everything appears. That's why I wanted to talk about it. But that now I, I didn't even know that existed. So thank you so much for sharing that and informing me. Wow, I feel very enlightened after all of this for sure. Uh, but you know, speaking of being enlightened, I've been looking at over the million things you've heard Shanae talk about that she does, a busy woman in the best way possible, very empowering, very inspirational. You are really, like you had mentioned with mentorship, obviously you're an adjunct professor and whatnot, and you've got Nerdy Diva happening now, but you've been in a few publications as well. Why don't you tell us a little bit about those? And I know on the website that you have, we can find them, but why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, having these publications and, you know, what went into all of that? Yeah, so um, being a creative, I love to write, um, love to... Um, you know, read, I read constantly. I have about four or five books that I'm reading and just reading a little bits and pieces um, every so often when I have um, a couple of minutes, I'll jump back into a book and read something. So um, it really has been a way for me, uh, even as a little girl to uh, get inspired and to, uh, you know, to feel a sense of, uh, wanting to learn and, and know about um, different opportunities and different worlds and different perspectives and how people think um, and learning, especially um, around biographies and autobiographies, um, how do people um, get to where they are, whether that's professionally or you know, in their, their home and family life, how do people um, create success? So that has been something that I have always um, you know, thought as interesting and fascinating because there's so many formulas, there's so many ways to one, define right. success and then figure out uh, how do you create your own path. So um, I definitely um, you know, had it on my heart to like share parts of my story and share that out to people um, as a way for them to understand, you know, there's many ways to get into like one being a, in a career as a designer or as a developer, as a technologist, or as a business owner. And here are some things that I've learned in my journey. Um, so that has really been a, a big piece of it. And then the legacy. So like the idea that you get to read written works from people who lived hundreds of years ago and you get to understand their perspective, you get to understand um, their viewpoint on the world. And that's something that lives on for generations. And that's something that builds legacy. And that is something that's really important to me as well. Um, so I, I wanted to make sure that that was being 
uh, shown and it was being heard, especially as a black woman in technology, that that voice is being captured. And um, I definitely believe a lot of community and networking and do that a lot here in St. Louis and, and also in my, um, my community in Boston and have some great partners uh, out on the East Coast. And there is a book for O'Reilly uh, Publishing Company and they do a lot of the technology and design uh, publications. And back when I was a, a grad student, I was reading those books and devouring them, learning about how to be a designer, how to work with developers, what do all these different acronyms and technologies mean? And when the opportunity uh, came to submit a proposal for uh, the anthology, 97 Things Every UX Practitioner Should Know, I knew I had to submit something. I didn't know what I was going to write about. <laughs> I knew I had to submit something. And uh, I, I had known some of these folks from uh, my time in uh, networking uh, professional organizations like um, UXPAs, the UX Professionals Association. They have chapters across the U.S. and, and Europe and internationally. Um, I was uh, a member uh, and still connected to the Boston chapter. So I knew some of the folks who were putting together this book, submitted my proposal, and I was just very excited to get the email back saying, yeah, you're in the book and I yes. want you to update everything. So the editing was a nightmare, <laughs> but <laughs> we got through it. We got through. It was very much a, you're in the book. I don't know what you're doing with this chapter, but... <laughs> Try again. Try this again. Do it better. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that that um, constructive criticism. I'll take that. And I really took some time to outline uh, what I wanted to say in the chapter. And I had a lot of um, people come to me and ask, how do I get started as a designer? How do I uh, build a portfolio? And I thought that's what the chapter is going to be about. We're going to talk about how do you build a portfolio uh, for designing, if that's what you want to do, if you want to be a researcher, if you want to be uh, like a team lead, how do you create portfolios that help you get results and get you to your dream job? And that's that's really what my chapter is about. And I'm, I'm proud that it's in the O'Reilly family and, you know, proud to have a, a copy of it and, and share it out with the world. I am so impressed. Well, and I, as a communications major from SLU, I, I understand editing. And when I used to write research papers, I was like, it is a nightmare to edit and do all these. So yeah. I can only imagine just, I was, that was just on my small scale, just taking one course for a credit, but having, you know, listening to you and putting it in, like, it's just like your motto, Shanae, bring it on. You did it and you made it happen. And what an honor. Now I have to read it. I was like, maybe I'll expand my portfolio and get my dream job. Oh, yeah. now, you know, who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> but what I love is that you keep mentioning, you know, giving voices, giving a platform. And one of the things I'll also highlight on is that you're starting to do some YouTube videos as well, uh, which is kind of a great connection, especially we experienced during our time during the pandemic. Having, you know, right now we're virtual and whatnot, uh, just because, you know, of location and different things, but uh, being able to be at home and you're kind of looking to see, you know, what mentorship can I get? What leadership can I get? And you're offering that now on YouTube. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that and where we can find it? Yeah, so uh, I am Nerdy Diva, so just Nerdy Diva on YouTube. That's the channel. And you can also find uh, information on the website, nerdydiva.com. 
Um, so I have been speaking at conferences uh, for for years now, um, sharing uh, information about uh, being a designer and uh, you know career uh, information as well. And um, some of those sessions started to get recorded. So um, I would take some of those recordings and upload them on YouTube. So there's definitely some talks there about uh, steps to becoming a designer. Um, I have talks on how to uh, be a designer and also um, create your own consulting business. Um, that's a talk that I gave a couple of years ago as well. And especially now that we have all these online tools, it's much easier now than it was when I was getting started. Oh God, almost, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, 13, 14 years ago right. as a uh, student, as an undergrad. Um, you know, you had to physically go to people and say, hey, this is what I do and push them in person. Um, but now there's all these online tools. So there's a, a great uh, opportunity to uh, to showcase um, your talent and showcase uh, what you can do and get more exposure and more experience as well. Um, definitely have talks on uh, building uh apps so if people want to build an app and they want more information about like how would i build an app for my business i have talks about that how do you design apps how do you uh, partner with uh, development engineering to build those apps so definitely sharing uh, knowledge and um, you know careers so how do people um, you know grow in their careers and how do they um, you know find the, the opportunities that will help them get to the next level so that is all there on the YouTube and we'll continue to grow uh, that information uh, within the next year as well. Um, do want to create some courses and have some information uh, that's available for people to get more uh, in-depth uh, information as well. Absolutely. No, thank you for sharing that. And we'll make sure to, whenever we share this episode, to put your website up and all your social media and everything. Uh, we've, if you've been watching on YouTube, we've been sharing her social media handle. Uh, Shanae, I think you bring up a great point, though, in saying that, you know, everything that you've talked about today, but kind of highlighting, you know, everything about making things easier for people and how it used to be. That's what you were talking about. Um, when you had to go to physically up to somebody and say, hey, like, here's what I do. And I remember doing that even when I was producing plays, I would have flyers in my car and like, be like, hey, do you want to come to a play and like pull it out of my trunk and whatnot. But I really thinking about it now, I really have to thank people like you who are professionals in your field for making apps and making things easier for you know, theatrical people like myself to promote things now. So that way you I don't have to. <laughs> you are very welcome. I love it. It's well, cause that way I don't have to go to my trunk anymore. I just have to go like, here's this photo, here's this thing. And if it wasn't for people, especially strong women like yourself who were like, listen, let's make this a hell of a lot easier and not have everybody struggle all the time. Um, you know, you don't think about that. Sometimes I think as people, uh, and then we'll end this out. But I think that sometimes people, we just like upload a picture and we don't really think like, oh, wow, what about all the work that went into that easy step of uploading a photo, which, yeah, I, yeah, I just have so much respect now because obviously, you know, you sound very professional and you do make it sound so easy, but it's only because you love it and you are creative and you are blending all of these things together. So what I obviously thank you again for all the apps and amazing things you've done, but also thank you for shining a light on that 
you know, sometimes again, we have such a negative view of technology. Uh, so thank you for enlightening me that there are some really amazing and beautiful things that can come out of it, uh, which leads me to my last question here. You've hit on a lot of good points about getting into the field, but what advice would you give to yourself now, maybe that you didn't know back then, or just to another woman trying to pursue this field? Yeah, I think um, sometimes women, we have a tendency to put our heads down and think that if I do good work, people will notice and that will be enough. And that's not always the case. So being able to not only do great work, but also being comfortable sharing and saying, I did great work, bringing visibility to yourself, making those connections, getting to know people, networking, building relationships, and not being afraid to give yourself credit. So taking credit for what you do, what your value is, and how you um, grow and build uh, teams and systems and solutions, and just taking credit for that and owning that. I think that's a real big piece of um, you know owning your power, and I, I would love to see more women doing that. Oh, I love that. Casually owning your power. That's what this episode is going to be now. Yes, I appreciate it. Oh, what a great answer. Shanae, thank you so, so much. Um, again, you can find Shanae. We have her handle here at Nerdy Diva Shanae. Um, side note, this is totally nothing to do with technology, but for a long time on my face, I think one of my like Facebook messenger things was Diva 18 or something. So I love oh, that you use Diva. Yeah. That is fantastic. Um, Definitely. Just, it's highlighting that it's okay to be feminine and be a woman and also be smart and technical as well. Definitely. Uh, yes. We're going to be best friends. Sorry, Dan. I'm literally like, we're going to hang. It's going to be great. <laughs> we'll definitely have to have lunch at some point. I really yes, appreciate yes, this. I yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for joining us from your home office. Um, just remember, we're going to put everything for Sinead Chapman, everything that you can find her on in our blurbs. Obviously, you can follow the Casually Molly podcast, Facebook, Instagram, you name it, at the Casually Molly podcast. I always say when we end an episode, what you're going to casually do now. So Shanae, what are you going to casually do now that our interview is over? Oh, you know, I'm going to think about what am I going to make for lunch? I love working Ooh. from home and that I can actually take some time and cook some lunch. So I'm going to go to one of my cookbooks and see what's cooking for lunch today. Ooh, what do you normally like? What's your like favorite food? Like, what do you normally like to make? Uh, so for, for lunches, like during the week, because I, I have meetings, I want to do something that's kind of quick, but not taking yes. too much time. I will do some tacos. I will do some tacos with some chicken and add yes. some salsa and some hot sauce and there is a wrap. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to come over right now. Forget about my other job. I had to go to, we're going to have tacos. It's going to be great. No, that is, but cheers to that. Cheers to tacos. Yes. Oh, we did. It. Hold on. There we go. Oh, oh my God. Is that your design too? Or is that just a mug? This is not my design, but, but it's a great I design. Some some merch like this. So merch is coming. The Nerdy Diva merch is definitely coming. So Cheers to Nerdy website. Diva mood. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> the dirty. The, no, I was like the Nerdy Diva mood. I'm like, what am I in? I'm like, I think it's like a vibe, a mood, a feel for it me is now. A vibe. <laughs> yeah, it's a vibe. Definitely. 
Yes. Oh my God. Well, that's our casually in the future. We're going to get some merch and who knows, maybe I just used a mug from the cabinet today, but you know, maybe we'll enjoy some more magic from you and I'll be able to showcase that more on the podcast for our next interview. We got to catch up with you and see. I will send you some merch. Most definitely. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds good. Sounds good. We'll have a lovely rest of your day. Thank you everybody for tuning in and uh, casually get some tacos, everybody. Let's get inspired. Bring it on. Thank you. you. Bye everyone.